Welcome to Digging Into the Pet Industry, the podcast helping you navigate and learn about the $100 billion pet industry. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm your host, Nancy Hassel, and this podcast is brought to you by American Pet Professionals, otherwise known as APP, the only organization that caters to all pet professionals, helping pet entrepreneurs grow their businesses since 2009. This is the podcast where we dig in with pet entrepreneurs every week to find out what works for their pet businesses. I also created this podcast after 20 years in the pet industry to give you guys ideas, know-how, simple step-by-step strategies, and even some thought-provoking marketing concepts that you can apply to your own pet business. If you're in the pet industry 20 plus years, or if you're just starting out, you're in the right place, pet pros. Let's dig in. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another solo episode of Digging Into the Pet Industry. I'm your host, Nancy Hassel of American Pet Professionals. And today we're going to be talking about finding your ideal audience for your pet business. So I hope that you have some paper and pen to take some notes or when you're if you're driving and listening to this, when you get home, you can go back and listen Um, But I have a bunch of questions in this podcast episode that I think will help you if you're struggling with finding your ideal audience. So finding your ideal audience and community is also understanding that not everyone is your customer. Oh, I know people don't want to hear that. When you start a business, it is easy to get excited and want to sell your product or service to everybody, right? I hear that a lot. The truth is not everyone is your customer and that's okay. In fact, I think it's better to focus on a specific audience and build a community around them. So think about this. Who do you connect with? You personally, who inspires you? What are you attracted to when it comes to say, let's say a business mentor or perhaps what are you attracted to as far as a product, like what products do you love? What product are you a raving fan over that you tell everybody about? What is your favorite retail store or pet retail store to go to? Why do you love going there? What is it that draws you to that person, product, store, or service for you personally? I think it's important to write those things down for yourself because then it'll help you to understand creating that own ideal customer, quote unquote, avatar, as all the marketing gurus like to say, right? There may actually be similarities in what you're offering and what you like and what you're looking for in an ideal audience or target market. So if you write those things down for yourself, then make another list of who is your ideal audience, who you think they are. So how do you find that audience? You have to start by thinking about your product or service. Who is it for? Really, who is your product service for? I hear so often when I'm doing a business consultation with, let's say, a pet product manufacturer of a dog product, let's say, right? Because I've done a lot of business consults over the years. And when I ask, who is your product for? If it's a general type of dog product, often the person will say, all dog owners, Every dog owner should have one of these in their household, should be feeding these treats, should be giving this supplement, should be having this on their leash or whatever, whatever the product is, right? All dog owners. 
And that's not always true. There's a lot of pet products out there. So your product is not necessarily going to be for every dog owner or cat owner, whatever the product is. So I'm always like, "Mm, that might not always be the case as much as we want it to be the case. So how can we break that down for your business or your product or your service or your retail store? figuring out, you know, who you're going to attract to your business that becomes that customer that is paying you. I like to say often that until there's a debit card attached to our, a chip attached to our dog's collar and they're going in and taking whatever they want off the shelves and it's being added to your bill, right? Until that's the case, people are the ones that are buying from you, buying from your store, buying your service, working with you as a business. Even though we are focusing on pets and this is a great product or service for pets, it's the person that you're targeting, right? And sometimes I do see some marketing materials that come across my desk or an email or somebody sends me something and they're focused on the marketing towards the pet. Like this is ideal for your pet and it's really pet focused when really it should be human focused, focusing on that human emotion, why they want to buy that product for their pet. So I I hope that you guys think about that as you're developing your marketing plan. So again, it might not always be the case when it's not all pet parents that are going to buy your product or your service or go into your store, hire you as a groomer, hire you as a pet sitter, right? All the things. So for example, Our membership with American Pet Professionals is open to all pet professionals. It's actually not every pet professional ever. It means any niche in the industry. So that is literally in our mission statement from when we started in 2009, because I wanted to create something that brought together pet professionals from all areas of the pet industry, whether you are a veterinarian or a dog trainer or a pet product manufacturer, Like, let's work together, build our community, provide value to each other, and go from there. And that's since 2009, right? So it's not every pet professional ever. It's all areas of the pet industry. So we have a few hundred members, and we have had members come and go throughout the years, most say for quite a long time. And that's okay, right? However, my ideal customer to join American Pet Professionals may and really should be different than other pet business organizations out there because there's a lot of other wonderful organizations out there. And that's okay, right? That might be a hard pill to swallow when you first start out, realizing that not every single person you come into contact with is going to be the person that's buying from you. The value, the education, the content, the community we provide it resonates with some pet professionals and maybe not with others. And that's also okay. So I will tell you that it is hard to hear when you're first starting out in the very saturated pet industry for some pet owners to hear. Like I'll have people say to me, Nancy, I wish I joined your business, you know, your organization years ago. And I'm like, Hey, that's okay. It was your time to join now. But guess what? guys, there's a ton of room for everybody. There are officially more pets in U.S. households than kids. I literally just read that report. It's March 2023 um, the other day. So while it may be hard to hear that not every person is going to be your customer, not every person is going to want to buy from you or join your organization or go into your store, 
it's a huge industry. There's a ton of pet parents and people out there that are going to want to buy from you. So while not everybody might not be your customer, you can still be successful when you are targeting the right audience for your pet product, service, or business. So focusing on who your ideal customer is, is very important in my opinion. If you're like me, when you first started out in your pet business, you may have wished that there was a place to go to for information, education, how-tos, connections and referrals, and of course, to learn what was trending in the pet industry. Well, you're in luck. American Pet Professionals is a multiple award-winning organization that caters to all areas of the pet industry. We help pet business owners with monthly education, networking, mastermind events, content, and even brings you the best experts in and out of the industry, all to help you with your success. To learn more, to join us, or to get on our wait list when doors open to join, go to AmericanPetProfessionals.com forward slash join. Again, thinking about who your product or service is really for. Ask your question, ask these questions, which I'm sure and I hope you've heard before, but if you're hearing it for the first time, what problem does your product or service solve for your customer? What problem does it solve, right? And that's what you're selling, the problem that it solves. What makes it unique? What is unique about your service or your product or that what you're offering? What makes it stand out from other products that are similar or in the same niche of your business. I think once you have a clear understanding of what you're offering, you can start to identify your ideal customer. Let's think about the pet treat world, right? If you're a pet treat manufacturer, you will know this. Pet treats have exploded in popularity probably in the past five, seven, ten years, really the past five years. I get all the trade shows and I see all the pet treats product manufacturers. And if you're just shopping in a store, you see all of them on the shelves. And that's not all of them, but you see a lot. And there's always new pet treat companies coming in and entering the market all the time. And guess what? There's actually room for them because even if they're similar, if they have something different enough, there's going to be room for them, especially if they're really honing in on who their audience is. You know, it may be tough to get that pet treat business successful quickly if you're not really focusing on who the pet treat is for. Now, targeting that pet treat might be the type of pet it's for, might be if it's a raw food type of treat and then it's for raw fed dogs, you're still targeting the parent. The pet parent is the one that's passionate about the raw feeding, right? You're not, the dog is happy to get food. (laughs) You know, so you have to think about it in those contexts. So the next thing you want to think about is where your ideal customer hangs out. Are they on social media? Do they attend trade shows and conferences? Are you trying to sell to pet retail stores? Do they read certain publications, listen to certain podcasts, read certain blogs? You really need to know where your audience is so you can tailor, tailor your marketing efforts to reach them which I know can be super difficult with so many areas to reach your target audience. It can be overwhelming, but it's actually kind of nice that we have all these avenues now that we can target our market audience member, right? Think about 20 years ago, 30 years ago, there was not much. You advertised, maybe you got some press, maybe you posted in the yellow pages. We just talked about that on our live show the other day. 
And those were the things you didn't have a lot of avenues. Now there are a lot of avenues, which I know can be definitely overwhelming. But if you know who you're targeting and where they hang out, it might be a little bit easier to target them. So let's say your audience is a female dog owner in the age range from the 30s to 50s who can spend a lot of money and spoil their pet. So you can start doing that market research to find out where that person hangs out most. Are they on Instagram the most? Are they in Facebook groups the most? You know, are they paying attention to TikTok videos the most, right? You have to do your research and understand and find out where that person is that buys for you, buys from you. In addition to finding out who your audience is and how they're hanging out, how are you building a community with them? So you know that your female dog owner in the age range of 30s to 50s is your target audience and target customer, right? How are you building a community with them? How are you touching on those human heartstrings when it comes to their pet, right? You have to bridge that gap and really be build that community. This means engaging with your audience, of course, providing value beyond just your product or service and creating that sense of belonging. When you build a community, you create loyal customers who will not only buy from you, but also advocate for your brand. I am very fortunate that our members of American Pet Professionals advocate for us all the time. It's really, um, I am super grateful for it. And it's it really touches my heart when they do that. But that's also a big part of what we do at American Pet Professionals. Our community is of utmost importance to us. And that also goes beyond our circle of paying members, right? We have a paid membership community, but it also goes beyond listening who our community is, who's reading, opening, paying attention from us, listening to our blog, watching our YouTube videos, buying from us. They are also part of our community and our members do stick around. So like I said before, members that join and tell me they wish they joined years ago, you know that they're paying attention and that will happen to you with your customers as well, right? Maybe you offer a grooming service and you finally got somebody in that said, I've heard about you for a few years and I've heard great things and I finally decided to come and bring my dog in. They were paying attention, right? So that means that you are marketing marketing properly to that target audience. So I hope that this has helped you really think about who your target and ideal audience is. And again, remember that not everyone is your customer and that's okay. When you try to sell to everyone, it is just going to dilute your message and make it way harder to stand out. I've been talking about standing out from the crowd for so many years. We have blog posts on it. I did a webinar on it for our members. I think I talked about it at Global. It's so important to stand out. But if you're just trying to blanket everybody and get to everybody, you're not going to stand out. So I really want you to think about focusing on your ideal customer, building that community around them, and you're going to create a strong brand that resonates with people that you're targeting and people are going to buy. So I really hope that this has helped you. And if you got some value out of it, I would love for you to go over whatever podcast platform you're listening to and give us a review, give us a rating, share this podcast episode, and shoot me an email if you would like, and let me know what has resonated with this podcast to you. And let me know if it's helped you figure out who you're going to target when you go after that ideal audience.
All right, everybody. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening today. I would love to know what your biggest takeaway from today's episode was. Please let us know and leave us a review. If you're new to our podcast, we'd love it if you subscribed, shared this episode, and I hope you tune in regularly to hear from our next guest and get tips, ideas, and stories about the pet industry from yours truly. Want to know more about the pet industry? Go to AmericanPetProfessionals.com. Okay, pet pros, until our next show, take care and don't forget to spend some time with your pets today. Bye.